0: Hi there, this was published two days ago on Midas Touch, and I noticed that it looks like I didn't go through the whole thing. It's Jack Smith inches closer, as Republican whistleblowers? Scam. Exposed. Hey, that
1: looks like an SNL skit, and, 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 and the reality is, though, because this affects our lives, I would love to laugh at it. I'd love to be like, that is parody. But little Jim Jordan right there, who's not even a freaking licensed lawyer, who is engaging in this clear and present threat to our democracy out there, just spewing just complete B.S., it is actually terrifying that that exists but that is what the MAGA Republicans want that's their vision their vision as we go through these clips is not a court of law where evidence is presented it's not a place based on facts and evidence it's a place where Marjorie Taylor Greene says the FBI director is a democratic stooge and it's like he was appointed by Donald Trump. Do we have that clip, by the way? I want to pull this up because part of their overall attack on the FBI leading up to this hearing today. And this just goes to show you all of their lies. Marjorie Taylor Greene. First off, I don't even know what the heck she's talking about here. She's like, they want to keep
2: the. It's another laptop thing. A laptop. They love laptops. And then she brings up she brings up the Seth Rich conspiracy theory, which is basically the conspiracy that, you know, Seth Rich was a DNC staffer who was murdered in D.C., and the whole right-wing echo chamber uh, developed this conspiracy that basically they they said that, oh, he must have been the guy who leaked the Clinton emails, and the DNC and Hillary Clinton must have killed him, had him killed. Like, this was a legitimate conspiracy theory that spread like wildfire through the right wing. It was, you know, tweeted ad nauseum. It, it was talked about on Fox News on like a nightly basis. All those hosts would talk about it so much that Fox actually had to settle with Seth Rich's family and pay them a ton of money for the lies. And this family has just been utterly tortured by these right-wing lies just absolutely tortured and I feel for them and what too often these people don't take into account because they're so callous is that they are actual human beings on the other end of their lies that are being affected. So right. here's Marjorie Taylor Greene that's trying to do a dig on FBI director Chris Ray by calling him a a democrat who is is choosing the party over the country once again. Like Ben said Christopher Ray Literally a lifelong Republican who was appointed by Donald Trump, and she plays this game that she likes to play in the beginning too, which is like, "What was that name? What was that name that I I can't think of right now?" Uh, Seth. Uh, oh, Seth Rich. Seth Rich, and she brings back up this disgusting conspiracy theory. Here's the clip.
3: Extremely concerning about what's happening. Also, uh, it was just announced in the news uh, sometime this week uh, that, that the FBI, and I believe it's Christopher Ray himself, is asking a judge to keep um, a, a laptop by a DNC staffer. Uh, what was that guy's name? Mm trying to recall his name Seth Rich uh, they're trying to hold that from the public for 66 years like what is there to hide it these are these are the kinds of things that shouldn't happen Christopher Ray does his job as the FBI director where he puts the party his party the Democrat Party above the country and that's wrong it should always be the country above any party it should be the country first and he swore an oath uh, for that purpose to the country uh, not to any political party. Um, and that is why he must be impeached. So I think there's a very strong case there for Christopher Ray.
1: So she called for everybody's impeachment in the past uh-huh. 24 hours. She said Biden needs to be impeached. The United States attorney from Washington, D.C., Matt Graves, Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary, needs to be impeached. Christopher Ray needs to be impeached. And so she did that all this week. But here's the thing, folks. Like, We have to live in a world of facts,
4: and I am fine.
2: a debate with somebody who is truly
1: conservative, who has small government views, who has certain views about Mm -hmm. taxes, and we could try to figure out, maybe I'm wrong on some issues. Maybe I'm wrong on a lot of issues. I want to have intelligent debate and discussion. It is vitally important to me. But when... Conservative is what you just saw. I say BS. That is right. not conservative. That is a freaking liar right there because Christopher Ray is a Republican. Christopher Ray is not a Democratic operative. Christopher Ray was appointed by Donald Trump. We have the receipts. Play this clip where it was announced when Donald Trump was appointing Christopher Ray to be the FBI director in 2017. Play this clip.
5: President Trump is just tweeting about the FBI director. Here's what he says. I will be nominating Christopher A Ray, a man of impeccable credentials to be the next director of the FBI. Details to follow.
1: So we need to live in a world of facts. And what you just witnessed and what you're about to witness has nothing to do with a conservative ideology. It has to do with a gaslighting ideology. It has to do with a fascist ideology, an ideology of liars. That is who the MAGA Republicans are today. So we always say here, do not call these people the modern day maga Republicans conservative there 's nothing conservative about them let 's pull up this clip now of Democratic Representative Dan Goldman, who gets these Maga Republican witnesses, not real whistleblowers, to admit that they are being paid by Cash Patel. Play this clip.
6: We established earlier credibility matters, uh, certainly for witnesses who appear um, before us, uh, Mr. Boyle, do you know who Cash Patel is I do. Uh, have you received any money from Kash Patel or his organization? I have. Uh, Mr. Friend, what about you? Are you do you know Kash Patel as well? Uh, yes. And did you receive any money from Kash Patel? Yes, he gave me a donation last November. A donation? Yes. Are you a charitable organization? I was an unpaid, definitely suspended man trying to feed his family, and he reached out to me and said he wanted to give me
1: uh, a donation. I want to show you one more clip of Congress member Daniel Goldman, and then Brett and Jordy, I want to hear your response to this. But this is where Representative Goldman points out that Jim Jordan is violating all of the House rules by not sharing any of the testimony that was taken of these fake whistleblowers before the hearing today, not including the Democrats in the process at all. I mean, look, this is Congress these Democrats have basic rights within their positions to access material and Maga Republicans are like no we're just gonna break every single rule here play this clip chairman
6: I have a, a legit, sincere point of mm-hmm. play
2: in the beginning too which like what was that name what was that name that I, I can't think of right now uh, Seth Seth uh, oh, Seth Rich, Seth Rich, and she brings back up this disgusting conspiracy theory. Here's the clip. Extremely concerning about what's happening. Your Chris Ray by calling him a a Democrat who is choosing the party over the country. Once again, like Ben said, Christopher Ray, literally a lifelong Republican who Democrat who is choosing affected. So right. here's Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's trying to recall his next. Affected. So here's Marjorie Taylor Greene that's trying to do a dig on FBI Director Chris Wray by calling him a, a Democrat who is choosing the party over the country. Once again, like Ben said. Christopher Ray, literally a lifelong Republican who was appointed by Donald Trump. And she plays this game that she likes to play in the beginning, too, where she's like, what was that name? What was that name that I, I can't think of right now? Uh, Seth, uh, uh, oh, Seth Rich. Seth Rich. And she brings back up this disgusting conspiracy theory. Here's the clip. Extremely concerning about what's happening tweeted ad nauseum. It it was talked about on Fox News on like a nightly basis. All those hosts would talk about it so much that Fox actually had to settle with Seth Rich's family and pay them a ton of money yeah. for the lies. And this family has just been utterly tortured by these right-wing lies, just absolutely tortured. And I feel for them. And. Too often these people don't take into account, because they're so callous, is that they're actual human beings on the other end of their lives that are being affected. So here's Marjorie Taylor Greene that's trying to do a dig on FBI Director Chris Wray by calling him a, a Democrat who is choosing the party over the country, once again, like Ben. said, Christopher Ray, literally a lifelong Republican who was appointed by Donald Trump, and she plays this game that she likes to play in the beginning, too, Which she's like, what was that name? What was that name that I, I can't think of right now? A uh, Seth uh, Long, Republican, who was appointed by Donald Trump, and she plays this game that she likes to play in the beginning, too, Which she's like, what was that name? What was that name that I, I can't think of right now? Uh, Seth. Uh, uh, oh, Seth Rich.
3: Seth Rich, and she brings back up this disgusting conspiracy theory. Here's the clip. Extremely concerning about what's happening. Also, uh, it was just announced in the news uh, sometime this week uh, that, that the FBI, and I believe it's Christopher Ray himself, is asking a judge to keep um, a, a laptop by a DNC staffer. Uh, what was that guy's name? Hmm trying to recall his name, Seth Rich. Uh, they're trying to hold that from the public for 66 years. Like, what is there to hide? It, these are these are the kinds of things that shouldn't happen. Christopher Ray does his job as the FBI director where he puts the party, his party, the Democrat party, above the country. And that's wrong. It should always be the country above any party. It should be the country first. And he swore an oath uh, for that purpose to the country. Uh, not to any political party. Um, and that is why he must be impeached. So I think there's a very strong case there for Christopher Ray.
1: So she called for everybody's impeachment in the past 24 hours. She said Biden needs to be impeached. A United States attorney from Washington, D.C., Matt Graves, Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary, needs to be impeached. Christopher Ray needs to be impeached. And so she did that all this week. But here's the thing, folks. Like we have to live in a world of facts. And I am fine having a debate with somebody who is truly conservative, who has small government views, who has certain views about mm-hmm. taxes. And we could try to figure out, maybe I'm wrong on some issues. I, I, maybe I'm wrong on a lot of issues. I want to have intelligent debate end discussion it is vitally important to me but when conservative is what you just saw i say bs that is not conservative that is a freaking liar right there because christopher ray is a republican christopher ray is not a democratic operative christopher ray was appointed by donald trump we have the receipts play this clip where it was announced when Donald Trump was appointing Christopher Ray to be the FBI director in 2017 play this clip
5: president trump is just tweeting about the FBI director here's what he says i will be nominating christopher a ray a man of impeccable credentials to be the next director of the FBI details to
2: follow
1: So, we need to live in a world of facts. And what you just witnessed and what you're about to witness has nothing to do with a conservative ideology. It has to do with a gaslighting ideology. It has to do with a fascist ideology, an ideology of liars. That is who the MAGA Republicans are today. So we always say here, do not call these people, the modern-day MAGA Republicans, conservative. There's nothing conservative about them. Let's pull up this clip now of Democratic Representative Dan Goldman, who gets these MAGA Republican witnesses, not real whistleblowers, to admit that they are being paid by Cash Patel. Play this clip.
6: We established earlier credibility matters, uh, certainly for witnesses who appear um, before us. Uh, Mr. Boyle, do you know who Kash Patel is? I do. Uh, have you received any money from Kash Patel or his organization? I have. Uh, Mr. Friend, what about you? Are you do you know Kash Patel as well? Uh, yes. And did you receive any money from Kash Patel? Yes, he gave me a donation last November. A donation? Yes. Are you a charitable organization? I was an unpaid...
0: Definitely suspended man trying to feed his family, and he reached out to me and said he
4: wanted to give me uh, a donation. I want to show you one more clip of Congress member it. Daniel Goldman and then Brett and Jordy. I want to hear your response to this. But this is where Representative
1: Goldman points out that Jim Jordan is violating all of the House rules by not sharing any of the testimony that was taken of these fake whistleblowers before the hearing today not
4: including the democrats in the process at all i mean look this congress these democrats have basic rights within their
1: positions to access material and MAGA republicans are like no we're just going to break every single rule here play this clip
6: chairman i have a, a legit, sincere point of inquiry rule 11 clause 2 the gentleman is, the gentleman is not recognized the, the uh, i have a question about the Mr. rules Lynch for five minutes That's a question. point of order a question about the rules Point of order. State your point of order. The point of order is why does nope. Rule 11, got- Clause 2, Subsection E1A, not apply to this subcommittee? I can read for you. Each committee shall keep a complete record of all committee action, which shall include, in the case of a meeting or hearing transcript, a substantially verbatim account of remarks we actually it. made during the proceedings, subject only to some technical things. Such records shall be the property of the House... And each member, delegate, and the resident commissioner shall have access there too. Why does that not apply? Where is the whistleblower exception in the rules of Congress? <laughs> that says that does not it's a apply. It's of the committee to decide. No, we it's have not. the we have it's the rules of the have, house.
1: We have the whistleblower testimony. The whistleblower does not wish that to be made available to the Democrats at this time. The whistleblower time.
2: doesn't make committee Mr. Lynch, rules, sir. Mr. Lynch. Mr. Lynch yeah. is recognized for five minutes of questioning.
1: That is how they want our justice system to look like, which is no justice at all. That incompetence, what you just saw, that is how they want to dispense death sentences, life incarceration. You speak negatively about Donald Trump or a MAGA Republican, but they go, we don't care what the rules say. It's our prerogative of the chair to do what they want. That is the apocalyptic vision that they have.
2: And this is exactly what you see in authoritarian countries. Like, I, I want to be clear. This is, what, this is how Russia's justice system works. This is how things work in authoritarian countries. Jim Jordan is running this operation like a kangaroo court. It is all BS. He is not looping the Democrats into everything. These whistleblowers are a complete and total sham. I mean, just put the shoe on the other foot. Imagine for one second. I know we, you have to do this a lot just to frame your mind a little bit. Imagine for one second that there was a whistleblower that spoke up um who you found out was fired for legitimate reasons from a job and then you found out that he was paid for he was going saying bad things about donald trump and he found that he was being paid for by biden or something. Imagine the right-wing reaction to that. I mean, it's completely insane, completely ridiculous. Cash Patel has been one of Donald Trump's closest advisors throughout all of this. And have we even talked about like the specifics of these whistleblowers yet? Because I can give just a quick like breakdown on who these people are, because uh, I don't think we really dove deep. But the witnesses that were there today, you have Stephen Friend, who was a former special agent who worked in the Daytona Beach office. And you had Garrett O'Boyle, who was a special agent from the field office in Wichita. And so these were the agents that were suspended and why were they suspended you may ask well for a very good reason that ben hinted at earlier the fbi rescinded their clearances because they had concerns regarding their quote allegiance to the united states it's like the biggest red flag on the planet one of the witnesses entered the fbi space and downloaded documents from fbi commuters computer systems to an unauthorized removable flash drive Another failed to provide relevant information to an FBI special agent regarding subjects who were allegedly involved in criminal activity at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, and expressed, quote, sympathy for the persons or organizations that advocate, threaten or use force of violence in an effort to prevent federal government personnel from performing their official duties. So you take that, the fact that they are actual insurrectionists, they are people who actually supported the insurrection, they supported violence against the government to overthrow our government. They were literally bankrolled by a Trump advisor. And the FBI identified them as a threat. These people aren't whistleblowers. They are using that to protect themselves because they're actually they're criminals. I mean, these are actual criminals that we're dealing with. These are traitors. These are like the Jack Teixeira's of the world, the mm-hmm. other traitor. They're, they're, they're not much different, these people. And this is who the Republican Party looks to. This is who is their, their beacon of hope. This is their their North Star as to who they want to take. I mean, the whole thing is a sham. It's atrocious. It, it's frankly, it should be criminal to, to take out these people and, and use them in in this way it's absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. disgusting i mean Jordy, what are your thoughts watching all this go down brett
0: i mean what you just laid out was a red flag after red flag after red flag and i want to go back to the biggest red flag of them all here whistleblowers don't get paid that's the biggest red flag in the world <laughs> what was alexander Vidman paid when he testified before congress absolutely not i mean whistleblower it blows my mind that the right gets away with this and doesn't get pressed by legacy media on an issue that's so important as, oh, that whistleblower, quote unquote whistle, he's paid by Cash Patel. Why don't you tell us more about that? Where's CNN's reporting on that? You know, where's legacy media reporting on that? I'll tell you what, there hasn't been.
2: Ben, your mic's muted
1: i apologize so dan goldman in that cross-exam as he alluded to did not have any of the prior testimony he did not have any of the information about what these witnesses were going to say so normally the way these hearings work is you have reports and data and kind of like for a trial the way you have depositions and you can prepare The Democrats were not given any of that because the whole purpose that Jim Jordan wanted to do here was basically an ambush. What Jim Jordan saw was, look, all these other hearings, by the way, that we've covered here at the Midas Touch Network, where the Democrats are given an equal amount of information, they just crush us. So let's just not give them any information and then let's parade these people out and then basically force a live cross-examination during five minutes of time. Like, I just want people to know how difficult it is in five minutes of time to do a successful cross-examination to get to the heart of the matter to show bias like that. Like, I know Dan Goldman makes it look easy there, but mm. five minutes to identify that and call it out the way he did. Meanwhile, people who are prepared, the MAGA Republicans who were involved in this complete sham like Harriet Hagman. I want to show you. So Harriet Hagman is the MAGA Republican who defeated Liz Cheney. And so when we're talking about the new paradigm, okay? To me, Liz Cheney is on team pro-democracy. I probably disagree with Liz Cheney 9 times out of 10 on the issues. But you sure. know what? That one time we can forge agreement. We could maybe do some powerful stuff that is great for our country. And perhaps on some of those other items, we could reach compromises that will make some sides unhappy and other sides. But ultimately, fundamentally, we are supporting our democracy, right? But someone like Harriet Hagman, you can't even have a conversation with. You can't have a negotiation with. You can't have a discussion with. She's part of the Trump cult. She spews Q and on stuff. She literally parrots, meaning the word parrot acts like a parrot to Donald Trump's statements, like you'll hear her in this clip, she goes, Russia, 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 just like he does. It is complete insanity that this is the modern-day Republican Party, but here it is, play this clip. They have created a Russia, Russia,
2: Russia hoax to cripple a duly elected president. They have targeted Catholics for exercising their faith. They've targeted parents for wanting to protect their children. And the, what, so what we can say, in short, is that the eye of Soren has turned inward, and it is burning with a white-hot intensity, intensity that ceased to destroy everything in its path. What the hell is she talking
1: about? I mean, do you realize, like, it, this is layers and layers of deranged insanity, you, you, There would be a time in our history we would look at this and we would say these are certifiably crazy people who probably need involuntary psychiatric holds, and they are the modern-day Republican Party. You look at what these people are saying with these Republicans here. Do we have this clip of Tim Burchett? He's the MAGA Republican who was like, Oh, there's nothing we can do here in in Congress when it comes to guns. There, there, we, we, there's nothing we can do at all here. We we don't have anything. This is his other position talking about defunding the
2: FBI. Play this clip, What'd you say? I'll, I'll do you one better. Not only do I have Tim Burchett, I have an entire montage of all the Republicans going on TV and saying that they now want to defund the FBI. I got them all together, so we'll play this. Unless
3: right. the members of the FBI begin to care about fidelity, bravery, or integrity, nothing matters. No. I mean, that is a very sobering assessment it's of what be, our current FBI is. Yeah, it
4: got to be
0: remade. I mean, that's got to be defunded, remade, uh, reconstituted.
6: We have the, the power of the purse,
5: Maria. Um, the Congress is 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 this country's checkbook and we can start cutting funds to the FBI. And I think a lot of people rightly are calling for the FBI to be defunded and maybe, you know, a new uh, premier law enforcement agency will come up in a, in its wake, uh, Stephen Miller, because unfortunately I I think it's been so politicized and weaponized, I'm not sure you can even fix it at this point. What we can do is fund and defund. And in this case, I think there is a A serious role for Congress here to use funding and appropriations to hold the FBI accountable. But when people say it's time to disband
1: the FBI, to delegate those authorities to others such as U.S. Marshals, there's a growing number of people in Congress who begin to feel this way. Once again, for those who say, you know, maybe the FBI, we could delegate those authorities and actually completely defund them. You can understand why American people feel that way about that. For those listening on audio too, the first clip was Laura Ingraham on Fox. The second was Congress member Jim Banks. Then you had Hannity. Then you had Republican Congress member Tim Burchett. Republican Congress member Chris Stewart. All Republicans. All spreading the view that the FBI needs to be defunded because. And the because is also very important because they are investigating domestic terrorism, because they are investigating January 6th insurrectionists, because of those reasons, that is why they want to defund and disband the FBI. I'll make this point, then I'll toss it to you, bro. Do I think the FBI is right about everything? No way do I think it is healthy and important to have a certain level of skepticism, trust but verify, when it comes to law enforcement and the FBI in general. Absolutely. But the ideas that are being spewed by the MAGA Republicans isn't what I just said. It is so extreme. It is such a radical idea to abolish the whole FBI because it is investigating domestic terrorism, because they want to promote terrorism. It's not a hard, logical leap to get there. These are modern-day MAGA Republicans who are singing songs with the insurrectionists. They put out a, a, uh, a oh, mixtape. They tape. call themselves the Jan 6 Choir, put out a big bro. They the J 6 Choir together. Come on. They, they put out a mixtape with the insurrectionists, singing freaking songs together. They sent the first congressional delegation. No, congressional delegations, you send them to foreign countries that are allies to spread and promote democracy. They sent the congressional delegation to prison. To hang out with and sing songs and fist bump and do let's go brandon chants with convicted January sixth insurrectionist Brett.
2: You you sound like such a woke lefty, Ben. I mean how and you've never been more woke. What a rat what a radical position, you radical lefty commie pinko. No, I mean it's it's ridiculous. And that's never heard what that last one. Geordi, get with the terms. You know what? I could tell when Jordy, when Geordi's jo- face lit up when Ben was speaking, and I could tell that it's because Geordi had a very similar point to make. Oh, I'm still going
0: to say it. I'm still <laughs> going to say my talking point. I'm just going to phrase it a little bit differently. Well, yeah.
2: I, I, I mean, that's the problem, right? They're all in on domestic terrorism, and they're branding it as this is Republican. We're Republicans. This is who we are. But you're going to come against us? Oh, that's you, – you're coming against our party. You're You're being discriminatory. Uh, No. If you're going to take these positions that are evil, if you're going to take these positions that lead to violence, if you are going to be violent yourself and attack people or attack buildings or attack our form of government, yes, we're going to speak out and we're going to say we're not okay with that. We're not okay with that. And that doesn't make somebody a radical lefty. That doesn't make somebody a rhino, Choke. all these names that they, they try to do. Christopher Wray is a now party. a Democrat because, because he wants to uh, go after domestic terrorism. The whole thing is bunk. The whole thing is ridiculous. And the FBI, for a party in the Republican Party that is endlessly talking about human trafficking, even though they engage in it themselves, and talking about crime, even though red states have the highest crime, they're, they're, they're constantly talking using all these talking points. Who do you think pursues all of these crimes? The FBI. The FBI is pursuing domestic terrorism, international terrorism, counterintelligence. They're the ones coming after cybercrime, corruption. Okay, I'm starting to see why they wanted to spend the FBI now. <laughs> now, now, now. Now that I'm saying it. They're the ones who go after the drugs on it. Yeah, no, it's a, it, it. this all describes Republicans. I I, I understand now why they went after the FBI, Jordy.
0: No, what, what I'm going to say here is is kind of similar to what Ben said, but I'm going to position it probably less articulately than Ben than Ben does. Always so, a good thing to do that. Repeat yeah, what I say and do it less articulate. <laughs> <laughs> people like that. People like that. Do you see how every, audience. You see how mean Ben is. It's, it's I really get a pass. Do. It's my birthday. That's fine. You do get a pass. What these Republicans try to do is they try to put you in these weird positions to defend, like, like, like no, they, they expect us to say, oh, we love the FBI. They've never done anything, they've never done anything wrong. Like, should organizations and bureaus be looked at and scrutinized to ensure that they're operating at the highest level of integrity? Absolutely. But that's not what's happening here. This is just a full-on assault and weaponization of these MAGA Republicans playing political theater. I think that was equally as articulate. I think I I I said it better than you said it, Ben. I would say it was far more articulate than me. We got a lot more to
1: talk about on this episode. We got to talk about special counsel Jack Smith getting more grand jury testimony, this time from one of Donald Trump's former closest aides, Nick Luna. We'll talk about that more right after this break.
0: I'm excited to tell you about something that I've been supplementing with. High MGO raw Manuka honey. The best-tasting honey on the planet comes from New Zealand, it's called Manuka honey, and it's made by a company called Manukora. See this honey is different because the bees are feeding on the nectar of the Manuka tea tree making a super honey that has a rich and creamy texture that's just like, unlike anything you've ever tried before. It's called a super honey because of a unique combination of the antioxidants and prebiotics including a natural antibacterial compound called MGO that only comes from the nectar of this manuka tree. Now, I've tried the MGO 850 plus grade Manukora honey, and it's unlike anything I've ever tasted before. It contains nutrients that support optimal immune and digestive health. It was savory and delicious, and well, dare I say the best honey I've ever tasted? Every batch is 100% traceable with a unique QR code on every jar. You can verify potency, purity, and even learn about the specific beekeeper that harvested your honey. How cool is that? I tried it straight from the spoon, and it was delicious by itself. But you can also add it to tea, coffee, pancakes, yogurt, whatever you want. The creamy caramel texture melts in your mouth. And like I said, it's unlike anything I've ever had before. Manicora's Honey is available in a range of easy to use formats including squeeze bottles and compostable honey sticks so you can eat it straight or add it to your favorite foods and drinks. If you head to manukoracom slash Midas or use code Midas, you'll automatically get a free pack of honey sticks with your order, a $15 value, that's m-a-n-u-k-o-r-a.com/mitis. Midas. Or use code MIDAS to get a free pack of compostable honey sticks with your order. You haven't tasted or seen honey like this before, so indulge and try some honey with superpowers from Manicora. Manicora honey is really, really good. It's Everyone who's tried it has been like, yo, this Straight is up, so I've never liked honey until I had Manicora honey. <laughs> like, like, I'm like... It's so serious. Check out. You can click on the links in the description of the audio or if you're watching on YouTube. really helps look, what, you know. look
2: what we got, folks. Look what I just found just in celebration of the Ben Man's B-Day. I know. That's you know uh, Jordy Jordy got to do a headphone last week so you know I got to bring something up now check out little uh, Ben everybody got little pictures of Ben as a, Ben how how big are you how, how old are you in these photos
1: I think I was about everybody. three months I was uh, very mature for my age very, very, what, very what do you mature. think you were think, thinking about in in this photo do you do you know have- here's here's a fact about me. Um, I was uh, 10 pounds, 8 ounces when I was
0: born. I was the, I was
1: the heaviest
0: baby in the I, entire I By the way, I'm sure our mom wants our entire audience to know that. So that was, that was <laughs> really good information to share with millions of people who listen and watch this podcast.
1: I think it was a good data point. I'll give you some better data points, Mitch. <laughs> we, 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 we 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 we're always with the data here. Right? We're always with the data. Folks. I'm a data I mean, data, first. First, I'm data, a driven, data driven
2: guy. Yeah. Well, because data or asked, data? How old data was data? I in that photo?
1: For me to determine how old I was, I would have to say how much did I weigh in that photo. Given that I weigh 10 pounds 8 ounces, there I appear to be somewhere in the range of about 18 pounds. Let's let's let. Is your hair red in the left
2: photo? I'm trying to think. Is your hair is red? Data, or da- data. I, I, whatever spews out of my mouth, honestly, I don't think I say it consistently at all. I think it probably depends on what I'm saying. I'll, I'll say you're okay.
0: wrong. It's definitely it, it's data. So you
1: right. Let's get let's get back into it. Where what? Uh, I give you some real data right now or some data or some data all right so one of the big pieces of news this week though is that one of donald trump's lead lawyers tim Parlatori, Now, Tim Parlatore was representing Donald Trump in connection with Special Counsel Jack Smith's ongoing criminal investigation relating to Trump's theft of thousands of government records, including uh, sensitive compartmented information, classified records, top secret records, our nation's highest secrets. Now, Parlatore had put forward um, a very lame defense and a total BS defense, but the only viable defense that Donald Trump could actually have and basically it was to blame the white house staff and to blame the gsa the general services administration and say it was their fault for packing the items incorrectly And why was he saying that again it's a total lie But he's trying to negate the element of intent for Donald Trump, because you have to show that Donald Trump acted with intent, intentionally, willfully in the underlying conduct with the crime special counsel Jack Smith is investigating. So violations of the espionage, act, concealment and mutilation and obstruction of justice. You can say, look, this was all a big misunderstanding. It was everybody else's fault and donald trump really was just caught off guard right total bs but at the very least from a strictly legal approach it's donald trump's only feasible defense but then donald trump did that so-called cnn town hall and he was like i'll take whatever i want to take i'll, I'll, I'll just i'll take whatever it doesn't matter and so parlatori had previously testified before the grand jury in Washington, D.C., that special counsel Jack Smith is giving evidence to. And parlatori sent a letter saying the exact opposite of what Trump said during the so-called CNN town hall to members of Congress, uh, to the letter of the House Intelligence Committee. So Trump contradicted him meaning that perhaps he was lying to the grand jury, or at least that's how it looks. We always say MAGA stands for make attorneys, get attorneys. So parlatories like, I'm out. And so now they just basically have Jim Trustee, and Jim Trustee was recently on CNN, and Trustee basically leans in into the full-throated kind of Donald trump bogus. this isn't even a defense, it's just saying that you're a fascist, right? It's basically, I can do whatever I want to do. I'm an emperor, I can take what I want to take, I can telepathically declassify things. That's the direction that Jim Trustee has taken, because Trump is the one leading that effort. So play this clip so you see where they're going. And Special Counsel Jack Smith's probably like, really? Thank you, I appreciate this. Watch this. <laughs> President
2: of the United States, did Donald Trump know how the declassification
5: process worked, or did he just ignore it? Well, President Trump was exactly right in your town hall the other day. He is aware of a bureaucratic process that can be used. He used that bureaucratic process in the middle of his his presidency to declassify the crossfire hurricane matters uh, that are the subject of that 316-page report we saw this week. But at the end of his presidency, he relied on the constitutional authority as commander-in-chief, which is to take documents and take them to Mar-a-Lago while still president, as he was at the time, and to effectively declassify and personalize them. He talked about declassifying them, but he didn't need to. And if you look at the Constitution, you look at the Presidential Records Act, there is absolutely no basis for saying that bureaucracy rules and the president doesn't have the authority entrusted in him by the voters to possess and to declassify and to hold on to documents. Hold on. Let's look at the
2: Presidential Records Act and what it actually says. It says the United States shall reserve and retain complete ownership, possession, and control of presidential records. And under federal law, willfully removing any record or document carries the possibility of a three-year prison sentence. We went, we looked it up as journalists do, And you, you know, nowhere does it say that you can mentally just think about it and that they are declassified. So you haven't heard this from any other president at any other time. So what gives Donald Trump the right to use mental gymnastics to try and figure this out and try to put out there that this was all perfectly legal?
5: Uh, you've packed so many misstatements into one question, or whatever that was. I'm not sure, but well, let me Well, I tell read you the law, so the it's just not a misstatement. The Presidential Act. Well, uh, yeah. Well, we'll see about that. The Presidential Record Act does not have a criminal enforcement component to itself. Okay, look at it again.
1: You know what has a criminal enforcement mechanism to itself? Criminal law. <laughs> okay the crimes are the violation of the espionage act the crime the crime is obstruction of justice the crime is concealment and mutilation. those are the crimes they are written. In a search warrant affidavit where a magistrate judge has already found probable cause. I know the last year may feel like 10 years, but we all remember when Judge Eileen Cannon tried to interfere with what a magistrate judge found. I what when she's up to these days. days. When the magistrate judge, total, total loss of her reputation, like, like literally just so freaking humiliating to be Judge Eileen Cannon. But a magistrate judge found there was probable cause relating to the crimes. The crimes are violations of the Espionage Act. Concealment and mutilation, obstruction of justice, and probably a lot more crimes that Special Counsel Jack Smith is investigating as well relating to these documents and records that Donald Trump stole. So those are the crimes. There was someone who put a funny uh, comment who said, why do all of these people look like thumbs with a face? <laughs> I that it was, was a good, all of the Trump people. Brett. I, I, I can't
2: answer that, but I, I can say if this <laughs> is... Pina does also kind of look like a thumb with a face. I mean, it's a really good... Observation. <laughs> uh, how, how, how much did they weigh when they were babies? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, we got... Um, if that's the way that their arguments have went on CNN against a cable news host, imagine what that would be like going up against an actual jury, <laughs> Jack Smith, a courtroom. All she had to do was read the Presidential Records Act. Folks, it's not complicated, the Presidential Records Act. It's actually quite clear. It's not very long. And just because Donald Trump says it means the opposite of what it says in all of his rallies, and that works with his MAGA supporters, it's not going to work in a court of law. It's not going to work with these prosecutors. He's going to be absolutely laughed out. And you have Jim Trusty here, I think he's, I think like all of these people, I think they kind of give up even the notion that they're going to be legitimate attorneys and that they're going to put forth legitimate arguments. And they just go, I'm just going to do whatever Donald Trump tells me to do. I'm, I'm I'm here to make Donald Trump happy. Whatever stupid argument he does, I will happily crash and burn my reputation for whatever reason and just spew his BS on cable news because that's what he wants me to do. That's how I'll most likely get paid. Maybe I will, maybe I won't, but that's, that's my most likely path to getting paid. <laughs> you know the Trump
1: lawyer who I kind of uh, have some respect for, actually? Susan Necklace, the Trump lawyer. Who's I knew you were going to the- say that. Yeah, she's the Trump lawyer representing him, uh, the, the the lead lawyer in the Manhattan District Attorney criminal case, because she's not out there saying the most ridiculous things. She's not gaslighting the public. She's not taking on the image of Donald Trump and acting like Trump. Bottom line is, he's got a right to have people defend him, okay? And I wouldn't normally fault any lawyer for representing people who are accused of bad things. Even Donald Trump, by the way. It is a constitutional right. The issue is when you become the client and then you spread the propaganda to the media in a false way that harms our democracy then to me you're not just, oh, fulfilling a constitutional responsibility as being a defense lawyer. You are now agent of and it is fair game to call the lawyer out when they take that position. I want to talk, though, about special counsel Jack Smith getting this new testimony also, though, from Nick Luna. Nick Luna was uh, one of Donald Trump's top former personal aides would be around donald trump all of the time he testified previously before the january 6th committee that he observed donald trump destroy records and crumple up records and throw records into the garbage Um, That, by the way, is a crime under the Presidential Records Act. You can't destroy and mutilate. Literally, the criminal statute is concealment and mutilation. And there is already testimony from Nick Luna to the January 6th committee that Trump would mutilate these records. And we also know that Trump would take the records and hide him in the toilet bowl and flush him down the toilet bowl. Um, And Nick Luna was there with Donald Trump on January 6th. He reported to Trump what was going on during the insurrection and what was happening with former Vice President Pence. And Luna was also there when Mark Meadows said, don't come in when a group of Republican legislators visited the White House, and had a secret meeting with Donald Trump about the Green Bay sweep, about how they were going to try to overthrow the election results in their states and send in fake electors. So, you know, I know we're not maybe hearing a lot of news about
0: Nick Luna, but Nick mm. Luna is a big witness, Brett or
2: Jordy. Yeah, and I
0: remember, sorry Jordy, go. No, no, no. So, Ben, Brett, mighty mighty, I got four words and two sounds. Mad dog, Jack Smith. On a more serious note here, this is why, Ben, I think you would agree with me. It's important that the wheels of justice move, but they move at a pace where proper due diligence can be done and allow for more evidence to be uncovered. Like we might not agree with how fast or how slow it's going, but you cannot deny that more and more information has continued to come out as Jack Smith continues to conduct the investigation.
1: I completely agree, and look who is remaining. And this is how Special Counsel Jack Smith kind of set this thing up, right? It's a showdown with Mark Meadows. Um, Mm -hmm. So Mark Meadows is likely a criminal target. Um, Mark Meadows, you'll recall, the DOJ declined to prosecute for obstruction of Congress when he was held in contempt. And I think they did that strategically to mm-hmm. basically say, hey, we've got other things and other crimes that are far more serious that we could prosecute you for, because contempt of Congress is a misdemeanor.
4: Um, and remember, Mark Meadows had already turned over to the January 6 Committee. On... Charged with human trafficking exclamation points.
1: before Donald Trump injected a million dollars in a charity affiliated with Mark Meadows, and then he stopped cooperating. Another donation. Another donation with the January 6th committee. Thousands of of text messages and emails, but he stopped producing some of the most critical emails uh, and text messages. Now, Jack Smith likely already has the text messages and emails that the January 6th committee did not even get. Um, because Jack Smith's defeated all of the executive privilege arguments and the January 6th committee was not able to get that far based on the time frame and the fact that the MAGA Republicans took over the House of Representatives, so they had to end their investigation when they did. So the question, and and I think this is what we will be talking about here in a few weeks, perhaps a, a month or two, but you could save the date, There's going to be an issue about whether or not you give
4: Mark Meadows what's called derivative use immunity, whether for the purpose of his grand jury testimony to stop him from invoking his Fifth Amendment rights,
1: which he almost certainly will, a limited immunity for anything he says, during the testimony itself, and what's derived from the testimony. Now, if he commits perjury, you can still prosecute him for that. And if you find other crimes that he committed independent and not derived from his testimony before the grand jury, like before or through other sources, Mm -hmm. you can still criminally prosecute him. And by the way, there's a treasure trove of that already because you stagger the other witnesses first. And that's why you wait for Mark Meadows to be the last. It's very intentional, and you will see, I think, in the next month to slightly longer than that, that issue that I just mentioned
2: is going to be front and center. So save the tape. Save the tape, as always. we got to start writing these down. It'll make it a lot easier for me to reference them when you're inevitably right, as you tend to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's been what? The, Trump was making all these executive privilege arguments, which were BS, and all the judges rejected, and they, they threw them out. And now Luna's like the fifth of eight of these Trump aides who has now met with Jack Smith. So there's only three more yet to meet with Jack Smith and the Grand Jury. Um, Now, one of the interesting things I found here, Ben, also, was the reporting today was that he testified regarding Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election, which makes a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, he reportedly had unprecedented access to Trump like throughout the final weeks of Trump's presidency. Um, He was in charge of the Oval Office operations. He was one of the staffers who was regularly in contact with Trump that day on January 6th. So this is a guy who knows a lot about the actions that were happening around this moment. But one of the things that I'm curious about uh, to get your take on is, do you think that, I know uh, the reporting is that he met with the grand jury for the Jan 6 stuff, but... He obviously also knows about Donald Trump's breaking of the Presidential Records Act and the ripping up of the documents, as we were saying. Do you think there's a world where Nick Luna is kind of used in both of these investigations? I know they're separate grand juries, which is why I'm, you know. Propaganda. You know, it, it, it's
1: one room is there, one room is there. You know, they're in the same building, and for all we know, He just went into one and then went to the other. For all we know, a deal was cut between Special Counsel Jack Smith and Nick Luna's lawyers of, look, we'll just answer all of those questions before one grand jury, and then we'll make the transcript available for the other. So there's a streamlined approach that's usually hammered out and negotiated with the lawyers before. So I'm sure that that arrangement is what uh, took place here uh, would, would would be my best bet. But, again, it's really, really big news, and now all eyes turn to Mark Meadows. Jack Smith. Jack Smith. We'll tell us the dog Jack Smith. Brett, tell us about uh, some of these updates regarding Ron DeSantis. You guys, do
0: you guys like when I do the mad dog Jack Smith and then I do the whoop whoop? Do you guys like that? I think
1: that it certainly adds personality and charm to oh, the a discussion. very
0: sweet way of saying that. Thank you. <laughs> I'll keep doing it then.
2: Well, DeSantis is being DeSantis, which is, uh, never you never want to go full DeSantis, folks. It's its its never, never a good thing to go full DeSantis. And he's honestly, he's right now, he's trying to become the presidential nominee for the Republican Party. And in order to do that, he thinks he needs to outflank Donald Trump to the right. He needs to go as extreme as possible. And like we were saying earlier with the other things, they don't care that there are human beings on the other side of their policies. They just want power. They just want to get ahead. So DeSantis today signed one of these absolutely cruel bills. He signed it on, on Wednesday actually. And it's a bill that will, it's just horrifying to even say, it will let the state of Florida take transgender minors away from their families if they are receiving gender affirming care. And let's just take away like the, 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 la- the language around that. It's basically saying that if you have a child who is transgender, and you get them the health care that they need, often to live, often to live, let's be clear about this, that the state of Florida will kidnap your children. And he's also expanding these anti-trans laws now to just show you how BS it was when they said, it's about the kids, it's about protecting the kids, save our kids, save our children. They're expanding these laws now to ban a lot of these procedures, to ban a lot of this care for adults as well. They are trying to completely eradicate the trans community and the LGBTQ community. And it is frankly atrocious. It is beyond fascist. Just because we live in an era of 4K TV doesn't mean it can't happen here. This is what we see in authoritarian governments across the country. This is what we've seen throughout history. Things like this lead to genocide. And so we need to be strong in calling it out every step of the way. I mean, this is care. Sorry, Ben, you want to say something? No, I mean,
1: and and the way you've articulated it, you said this isn't a culture war issue, right? This is Republicans, the modern-day MAGA Republican Party, attacking human beings, right? The attempt to show empathy and compassion and to treat people equally should not just be an alternative political position, it should simply be what we do as human beings, and it shouldn't just be, yeah, on the one hand, the MAGA Republicans want to eliminate the trans community, and on the other hand, Democrats are against that. So concept. let's give
2: them both a voice. Let's 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 see their opinions. Let's let's hash it out. And
1: Republicans are back on
2: CNN. You know, that was the big headline, right? That was in yeah, uh, the deadline report. Yeah, that was, well, well, was Lick's lick statement that he was psyched to cheer. He, he, he cheered. The Republicans are back on CNN. And my response to that was, can we get the truth back on CNN? Like, you don't need to be platforming these heinous lies. If there's a Republican who wants to make a legitimate case for how to best spend money or whatever, have them on the show. If you're going to get somebody on the show who's going to argue that a human being should not exist they should not have a platform on your show and i hate how these issues are framed i hate how these human rights issues these civil rights issues are framed through the lens of oh the republicans are firing up their culture war again that's the magic throughout history if we went to like the civil rights era and you had separate water fountains, and they were like, Republicans are really ramping up their culture war again. Or if you go to, like, the Nazis, and you were like, oh, Hitler is really ramping up his culture war against the Jews. Could we call this out? Like, could we please call this out for what it is? These are heinous acts against human beings. It shouldn't matter what side of the political spectrum you're on. You need to treat people like they are human beings and not your political pawns. It is disgusting. And what's going to happen to these kids? You are going to traumatize these kids. You are going to break apart these families. It is the most atrocious thing imaginable. It is honestly just absolutely abhorrent. And I feel like it's just treated like it's a. Rep- it's just the position the Republicans have. Just the position they have. What are you going to do about it? it, 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 it